Hey Warriors, welcome to another episode of Warrior Within. I hope you guys had a great week. Um, these past few weeks for me has actually been a really interesting uh, change of events. Um, I can't share quite yet, but that's why the theme for this week has is basically going to be stepping back. Um, I, I feel like this is probably what the Lord has been trying to teach me for a little bit, and maybe even for a couple months now. And it's basically, I think, the theme I'm going to have for maybe pretty much this whole year is making sure to take a moment to step back. And I know we've kind of talked about it here and there, um, especially these last few episodes, but this week I really believe that, you know, God's wanting me to share a more in-depth thought for you guys in that perspective. Um, anything new about church planning right now? Um, I, I will be probably saying something again in a little bit. Um, not right now. I don't have any information completely about it that I could share with you guys, but you guys can keep praying because I believe God's doing something right now. Um, the other thing is to, you know, make sure you uh, check on family and friends this year. I mean, I know the Omicron uh, virus has been going around and it's been spreading pretty quick. It's not as strong. As the others, in fact, is a weaker version of COVID, but people are still getting sick and people are still having struggles from it. So make sure you, you check on people and pray for people. Cause I know I have quite a few people have been getting a lot of people sick. And also, you know, I know it's flu time as well, cause we can't forget the flu still exists, but you know, I know Omicron has a similar, but also different symptoms. So make sure you check on those people. And I hope this year has been a good start for you. I hope you guys have been discovering things about God for yourself and that you've been making changes in your life that is not a diet, but is an actual change. With that being said, you know, I've kind of mentioned about stepping back. And what's been interesting for me about the idea of stepping back is that sometimes when we start stepping forward in, in confidence. I mean, there's nothing wrong in doing that. Sometimes we forget to take maybe a step back to look at a situation because things are kind of not working out the way you thought it would work out. <clears throat> Seeing that, you know, Psalm, in Psalms, there's uh, Psalms 119, 105. It says, Thy word is a lamp unto uh, your feet and a, and a light to your path. I remember how important that verse has always been to me because the idea is to show you that God's word is going to give you the right information and and, and understanding of who he is. And, and in today's culture, especially the Holy Spirit's going to guide you through making decisions. And if you think about what a lamp does, a lamp only lets, allows you to see a certain distance away from you. And we always have used the phrase, you know, two steps forward, one step back in our culture. I mean, it's, it's just a, a phrase that gets used quite often. And I remember my friend one time saying that sometimes, you know, we, we always focus that the lamp is always moving forward, but what happens if we're actually supposed to take a step back because we missed something or didn't notice something before, you know, we talk about kind of these last few themes of titles have been more about diet and kind of like a workout. So we talked about that change is basically changing your life for that one thing. So it's an, a diet is usually a temporary change, but true change is literally changing your life. And then last week we talked about how there might be stuff in your life that you haven't gotten rid of that's creating junk in your trunk. And even though it was more geared towards a car, you know, we can also kind of use that as a phrase for like weight gaining. 
So the idea is like this week is that, you know, exercises are always designed about moving forward. But what happens even if you're moving forward, things aren't working the way that you were hoping they would. You know, we can work out and lift weights and we're, we're hoping to bulk up, but then we're not. Sometimes we have to take a step back and actually maybe ask for help. We may have to seek out a nutritionist. We may have to maybe check that the exercises that we're using for weightlifting are actually building up the muscle that we're trying to build. And in some cases, it could be cardio. In some cases, it could be, you know, I want to lose weight. Well, sometimes thinking that we have the answer and that we've already seen the plan and the direction that we're supposed to be going, we push and charge right towards it without realizing that technically it's not allowing us to be able to move forward in the way that God wants us to. So we don't bulk up the muscle that we're supposed to. So we don't lose the weight like we're supposed to. And we definitely don't feel as healthy like we thought we would. And that, and that fits with my life because, you know, all my life, well, I wouldn't say all my life, probably when I was in middle school, I noticed that I would have always a chub about myself. Like I'd always be a bit chubby. I never could like be skinny anymore again. And I never understood why. And as I grow, got older, it got harder and harder. And a lot of people would always try to give me advice, like eat more salads or, you know, stop drinking soda or stop doing this or eat less junk. And I would tell them, I don't eat all that stuff that much at all, like hardly at all. Um, and I didn't like there was times where I didn't even drink soda hardly at all. Like literally there was a time after <clears throat> kind of being on my own, getting my own job. I drank quite a bit of soda for a time. But then after a while, it's just like, it's just not healthy and I wasn't really into it. So eventually, you know, like soda was more like a treat or if I went out somewhere, I may get something, but that was about it. But at the other end, I wasn't losing weight, but I was just gaining no matter what I did. And I've done like Atkins style. I've done all sorts of type of styles that are supposed to help you lose weight. And I would lose maybe about 20, but I would always just start gaining it back. Like it never would just go away. And so like I've shared with you, like, I think this past year that, you know, the doctor I've been seeing, we've discovered that it's because my body wasn't breaking down energy correctly or my fat, especially. And I discovered this when I try to do keto. Um, people were always saying that when you do keto, you'd be gaining tons of energy because your body stops using carbohydrates and focuses more on the fat. But I wasn't feeling energized and I wasn't feeling better and I wasn't feeling this energy boost that I should be getting from switching over. In fact, I felt like I was starving or like my body was just not feeling good. Like I felt sick all the time. And so now knowing that my body wasn't digesting the fat correctly means that the energy that I was supposedly supposed to be getting from the fat wasn't working. And so now, you know, that's something that you know, my doctor and I have been working on to break down all this energy differently and properly that being said you know i was able to lose almost 48 pounds i mean i'm, I'm slowly losing inches and i'm not really right now i'm kind of at that plateau time and it's been a while um and i've been you know walking i've been lifting some weights to get just some strength and muscle tone in as best i can but at the same time there's still a struggle you know, to lose weight. And it's not a simple answer as what most people think it is. 
And in fact, you know, like having salads actually is not that healthy at all for me. It's actually makes it worse in some cases. And also the dressings, like if you don't realize a lot of things in our grocery stores now have soy in it or soy lecithin in it. And that is actually a, a, a piece of the puzzle that does cause issue for me. And so I've been trying to find more organic stuff as much as possible. But, you know, sometimes I want to enjoy some things that I know have it, it has the soy in it and has other things in it once in a while. But if I were to avoid that 100%, I wouldn't have to, I don't have to, I would have to live a different, I have to make a change basically in my life, how I eat. And I've been doing this for quite a while now. So it's, it's, it's hard. There's times where it's like frustrating and all I want is just to go get a piece of cake and eat it. And I don't want to make it because I don't know how to make certain cakes. But at the same time, if I go get the ones that are at the store, they're not going to be very healthy. So once again, it's, it's a, it's still a change in the process. So like today's concept is, you know, when you're working out, you're always moving forward. You're always trying to get there, but sometimes you need to take the step back. And so this made me start thinking about the story of Paul. You know, we, if you know the story of Paul, Paul used to be Saul. And when he was Saul, he was a younger guy who basically because some Jews would only go up to education to a certain point. And then after that, to go further in education, you had to be noticed by the high priest and the priests and the Sadducees and the Pharisees. They had to notice you. And then they, they would kind of take you under your wing and then they would basically mentor or disciple you to have a better education to be prepared for such basically a title as that. You know, being a high priest, you know, whatever it may be. Well, Saul was one of those who was going to be way more. He was going to be, they, they, they thought he was going to be the next high priest that was going to be, you know, well-known and popular. And we learn this later on in scripture as Paul shares his testimony about who he is and how he had basically, like he was kind of saying, I have a doctorate in all this uh, religious stuff, but none of it meant anything because I wasn't doing it for God. I was doing it for myself. But if we were to go to Acts 9, this is where Saul becomes Paul, basically. And this is the change, the conversion that goes on. And it, it starts in verse 1. It says, But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for a letter to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went in on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you per persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you're persecuting, but rise and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So he was blind. Say, so they led him by the, by the hand and brought him Damas to, to do, into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, neither ain't 
ate or nor drank. Now there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight, and at the end of the, at the end house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. And Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he was, authority from the chief priest to bind all who call your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. Zananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell off his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized, and taking food, he was strengthened. And then, you know, we discover he changed his name to Paul, correct? So the idea about this picture that we're trying to create with this is that if you go back a bit, we know Saul was there when Stephen was stoned. He watched what happened. And then he became a zealot eventually for the movement to stop this sect of Christians from spreading this false lie according to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the priests. Because remember, they called Jesus basically Antichrist and even, you know, a her heretic. So he was being trained this one way and he believed he was serving God in the work he was supposed to be serving God. He was going around looking for these Christians and putting them in jail and getting them convicted for being heretics. And he was being an instrument for the, the basically the church of their world. And even though he was gun ho and he put his whole heart in this, God used a moment to make Saul step back. And in this moment of stepping back, we see Jesus confront him and ask him, why are you hurting my people? And, you know, and, and in that moment, Saul was probably super confused because he thought they were his people. And then he hears Jesus saying that he was killing his people. And, and, and if you look at it from his perspective as a Jew... And the training that he had and, and what he's been told about what the scriptures of, remember, because New Testament didn't exist, what the scriptures were saying in the Old Testament, that is, why would God be telling me I'm doing something wrong when I am serving him? I am doing what he's asked me to do. I'm going where he's telling me I'm supposed to be going. But in this moment, now I have to stop and take a step back. Now, let's take a quick break, and we will come back to this right after. Hey, Warriors, welcome back. And, you know, we've been talking about Paul, 
We've been talking about how his name was Saul and that he was gun ho for God. And he thought he was doing what God had asked him to do. Now we're at the point where he's confronted by God. And now he's probably sitting there very confused because he's being told that he's persecuting God's people. Or in this case, it's Jesus speaking to him, even though he's a Jew himself. So he's, he's sitting there, I don't understand this. But at the same time, he understood and knew this. He knew Jesus' voice. He knew who it was that he was speaking to. And I thought it was very fascinating. And I don't know if you guys have ever thought about it. But in that moment, he stood before the Lord. It was a bright light for him. And he was blinded by it. And with that blinding, that's a health physical issue that has, has come to happen to him. Now... In that, he's being told also that he, excuse me, that he is supposed to be uh, going to meet somebody in Damascus. Now, you remember the, the crew that he was with, the guys that he was with were going to Damascus to find people of this sect to imprison them and send them back to Jerusalem for their crimes, right? For her heresy. But instead, he's now going to Damascus, staying in this house, and he's praying, not eating, so basically fasting or drinking, because the, whatever has happened, this, this step back is the moment where he is now reflecting on what he has been doing. Are you getting, getting where I'm coming at now? Now, as us today, a lot of times we are jumping at and going towards and doing what we think we're supposed to be doing and we think this is God's leading to do something. But then something like a health issue or another issue in life, a financial issue, maybe um, a friend issue, maybe a, a, a relationship issue. Maybe it's something weird happens in your life and suddenly like you keep trying to do what you think God's telling you to do and things are just not working out. Things just seem to be really rough and it's like, like the doors kind of getting slammed in your face. Or maybe like you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to get this job, this company and you applied to this company 23 times like I did for focus on the family and each time was denied. Or maybe it's a, a church you've been trying to go because you're into ministry or maybe it's the school you've been trying to apply to, to get into. Like you've had your heart set for Harvard, but you can't get in. There's two ways of looking at this. You can look at it, the fact of you know, like taking a step back, you can either take a step back and basically be sad, upset, and hurt for what's going on, or you take the step back and ask, hey, God, am I not seeing something? Is there a direction that you really do have for me, but I've been so focused because this is what I've wanted, but it's not what you've wanted? You see, there is this battle that we have to go through on a daily basis about choices, especially big ones, that sometimes taking a step back can reveal problems or can show you maybe the path you're going doesn't work. And sometimes God can use health as a way to intervene to get you to think about something. I honestly do think that sometimes health issues can be connected to spiritual issues. It's not always there, an ailment is always a physical ailment, 
that's just physical. Sometimes it can be a spiritual one to get attention. Because if you think about it, Paul wasn't blind. Paul wasn't going blind. He wasn't having issues with his sight. But instantaneously, the Lord gave him blindness. Now, everybody else around is confused because they don't understand how he became blind. He can say, I, I saw Jesus and there's a bright light and I was blind. And they're like, okay. But in doctor's perspective, it doesn't make sense. But when Paul's able to step back and he was able to think about what he was doing and he realized who he was talking to, Ananias is sent. He knew that Ananias would be coming. And automatically when he saw Ananias, he heard that, you know, he knew who it was. And Ananias did what he did, put his hand on his face and his like scales came off and he was able to see again. It's like, like, boom, all the pieces came together. It was like a puzzle piece that was in front of Saul this whole time. And he was shoving certain pieces into a section that just wasn't working. And Jesus had to say, you're doing the wrong puzzle. And he's like, no, no, this is, this is the right one. I'm serving you. And in, and in his mind, he's like, I know this is what I've been trained to do. But Jesus is like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is, this is what you're doing in reality is you're shoving your piece into a spot that doesn't work. So now Paul is able to put the piece where it's supposed to be and boom, his life has changed and everything kind of starts coming together. And now he's uh, a forefront missionary to Gentiles soon after this and serving Jesus as a missionary in many ways and visiting countries all over the current form of the world. See, this is what's so amazing about taking this image and, and realizing that sometimes in our lives, we need to take a step back. And sometimes God may need to do things to get our attention to that. And then what makes it even more interesting, when you start doing what God is asking you to do, sometimes the enemy is going to do everything possible to make it seem bad or a bad choice or maybe you just take a step back and these past couple of months i've been able to see things not only in my life but in other people's lives where they are finally making moves and they're doing things and they're making decisions and suddenly things are just kind of getting rough but that's the moment where the enemy is trying to get a foothold in your life and trying to break you and trying to make you doubt god wants you to doubt everything that god has promised and done for you up to this point and it wants you to doubt now my pastor friend said the other day when I was talking to him um, he, he's, he's like a mentor to me in a lot of ways and he mentioned that he's seen experiences where there's been missionaries who are you know abroad not here in the States who love the countries that they're at and have been serving for many years and they actually said they believe God wants them to come to the States again but they didn't want to because of how amazing the ministry they'd been doing and they didn't want to leave it but suddenly not, they get this health issue which is forcing them to have to come back to the States to be taken care of they come back to the States and suddenly that health issue is gone So what, what do we say to that? I mean, in some ways, when we look at Paul's story, it's the same concept. He was blind. Guy came over and puts hand on face. Boom. He's, he has his sight again. Instantaneous. So are we saying that only the stuff in the New Testament only happens in the New Testament? I think not. 
maybe it could happen around you. Maybe some of the issues that you have going on is because God's trying to get you to take a step back and look at what you're doing, looking at the decisions you've been making, looking how you're using your money, looking how you are uh, living. Because remember, we've been talking about the, the drunk, the junk in the trunk. Maybe some of these things could not be there if you're changing your life to love God 100% and putting your whole life around changing for him to reveal what he really wants you to see about you and his will for you. You know, maybe the college you've been at and you've been struggling in classes and you're like, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not supposed to be in this university. But is it my, it's my dream university. Yeah. But did you ever ask God, this is where he wants you to be? Maybe you're at a job where, yeah, it pays the bills, but at the same time, you're miserable, you're tired of it, you, you hate it, but hey, it pays the bills, it takes care of my family, and I've already been here long enough. But you're also saying that God could not take care of you for the future. Because, you know, like you guys know some of my testimony and my story, and, you know, it's been pretty rough these last 10 years. I've not had anything terribly consistent except for the one church job. And most people would look at my situation and say, man, you're pretty lazy not to take care of your family the way you should have. No, it's the Lord just didn't open the doors the way I wanted it. He opened the doors in the way he wanted it. And there was nothing I could do to change that. But that's me living in faith, Right. That's not, that's not me trying to take the boat or, I mean, there's times I wanted to, but he, he stared it. He, he knew what he needed me to go through to get to this point at this right now. And even with all these other things that, you know, I hope to share with you guys, it's interesting to see how God has been getting me to take a step back. And I want you guys to really think about what's going on in your life this year. The choices you've made, you know, the moves that you've done, maybe the job you're looking to get into, you know, sometimes things may look and appear better on the other side of your neighbor's yard. But when you get there, you find out it's just fake paint, maybe greener, but it's fake paint. Because the idea is that you're, you chased after what you thought you needed, but never asked God what you actually needed. So instead of seeing an amazing thing that God could provide for you guys, you decided to continue to walk that walk that you've been going and won't take that step back to see what God could be showing you. So I'm challenging you guys this week to really think about stuff that may be going on in your life. Is there something in your life that if you just take a step back, Ask God to reveal, ask God to show you something about it. The next thing you need to do is whatever he tells you to do, you step into that and trust and believe that this is God's leading for you to go into the direction that you need to go. Because like you, you may say, oh yeah, I do. And then God's like, hey, I don't want you to go to Harvard. I want you to go to some school that's in the middle of Kansas in a small town because I need you there. And you're like, yeah, but it's not Harvard. It won't look good in my, he's like, 
do you believe that I can provide for you? Do you believe I can provide the job for you for your future? And if you could say yes to that, then you go wherever he's leading you. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Taking a step back can also mean you might not be going to where you've always thought you were going to go. Like, you know, I've told you guys before, I thought I was going to go through the typical, you know, go be a youth pastor at a church, do it for five years and maybe become another type of pastor in another church and do that for like five years and maybe become assistant pastor for a church for five years and eventually get my own church. And I would just go do the run of the mill system of becoming a pastor. Well, God didn't take me through that. He took me in a totally different journey, a different direction. And it's in my opinion, it's taking longer than I want it to be. But what he's saying is, no, this is the right time for what I need you to be. And then sometimes you have to take a step back to actually see that. So remember that this week, as you look at your life and self reflect this year, before you move forward on things, you know, because maybe the job you've been at for 10 years hasn't been the job that God wanted you to stay in all these years. And now he's starting to put in your your mind, you know, questions about, do you trust me? And will you ask me if there's something more that I have for you? And whatever I tell you, do you trust me to do it? Or maybe it's a relationship you've been in for the last five years and you're, you're thinking about asking to marry this girl, but you're realizing... There's something just not right. But you're like, well, I've already made the commitment. But have you asked God? Or maybe it's, like I said, a school. Or maybe it is moving. Or maybe it is what relationship you want to keep from friendships or not. Or family. This is your time this this week. Especially take take time to take a step back. Look and ask God to reveal to you. Let's pray. Night Father, thank you for this time. I ask you, bless it. I ask that you use this podcast to impact these men or women that are even watching this, Lord, that they be able to have the courage to step back and to look and then to ask you to show them what they need to see. Give them guidance this week. Open their eyes this week. Maybe even, even if it's for a month, even if they're struggling right now about this idea of taking a step back, give them the courage to do so. Because you have a plan for all of us, and sometimes we may be thinking we know the plan and we're pushing right in, charging right at that plan. But you need us to take a step back because you're trying to show us something. And even if it's some, maybe we're not feeling good or having illnesses and it just feels like, the more we try to ignore or try to find some type of physical answer to it, it may be a spiritual one because you're trying to get our attention to help us see something. So I ask Lord that you reveal that in the people who are listening today or whenever they listen to this podcast. I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. And I hope you guys have a great week and I look forward to talking to you guys sometime next week and may God bless your day. And I'll see you next time.